Y'all ready for this? <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Well, boys, either way, it's going to be a memorable night. For one, it being the maiden voyage of our podcast. Number two, for dinner, I just had brisket that I left out overnight last night. So either way, it's going to be great. Welcome to It Just Makes Sense. It's a podcast made by friends that are sports fans who casually bet, but then also is for the person who maybe wants to get into betting a little bit more. I'm Peter. That's Miguel. Over there is Braxton. Sup. Hello. <laughs> Very formal. <laughs> uh, more from them in a minute. But if you have somehow stumbled on this show, God bless you. Let's have some fun. Good for you. <laughs> How for you. the hell did you God bless get you. Here? God bless you. I know. There's several people we begged to listen. And <laughs> some they're, people... They're probably not listening, <laughs> let's be honest. But you are... Oh, man. So here's how we got here. So we've been friends for over a decade. Miguel and I used to work in sales together. Miguel and Braxton worked at a different company. Miguel introduced Braxton and I, and boom, here we are. What he's trying to say is I'm the glue. Yeah, It's the glue guy. I'm the glue guy. Okay, so this past weekend was Labor Day. So we all got a house. We all live up in the Portland area. We're about, uh, so we got a house about an hour outside of Portland. Well, I claim to live in Portland. We are actually recording this from the suburbs of Portland because Sell out. I have sold myself out a little bit. The houses are just twice as big. When you both have a toddler, you will understand. He's a suburban guy now. So uh, at this rental, there was a creek. We smoked some briskets. Aforementioned brisket, which now I have eaten after a night sitting out. Um, sat around a fire pit, and like any profound idea that anyone has had in the history of the last century, we got drunk, and we had a How I Met Your Mother moment. So the night that I uttered five little words that every man at some point in his life will say. We should buy a bar. Of course we should buy a bar. We should totally buy a bar. We should totally buy a bar. Our bar would be awesome. And so, like many of you who are listening or several of you who are listening. Um, the whole pandemic took a lot of joy out of what is happening in the world. And, you know, there's only a few things that keep our blood pumping these days. And we're degenerate gamblers. And here we are. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our lives. So kind of like a different thought process in terms of introducing one another. Rather than give kind of a diatribe of who we are and be all formal, what we wanted to do is like have a story about each person that kind of sums them up or like when you are describing your friend to another friend like what's the story that you tell who wants to kick this off i'll kick it off i mean there's a million stories about peter because i've known peter for over a decade but the if i'm thinking gambling because i've always been more of a gambler because asians love two things drifting and gambling <laughs> and um there was what was the what was the national championship game with Deshaun Watson? Clemson were huge underdogs. Right before I left work, the owner of my company put up a little 
Remember that? Like a little sign-up sheet. And it was like, hey, I'm just taking I'm taking Clemson against any of you for any amount. Straight up. Money line. And everyone thought that that was a easy, easy money. Yeah. And, and at the time, like, so that was a few years ago. Like, I was not at all trying to get into gambling. <laughs> Like, I thought, like, maybe I was riding a hot streak because I went to Vegas and I won, like, a thousand bucks playing craps. But then I realized it was just because the dealers were bored and they helped well, us win. Also, a lot of people at work got up and said, yeah, that's Alabama's going to win. Like, I'll just put ten bucks on it. But I called you and I called our other buddy, Mitch. And I was like, do you guys want to put money on this? And they each put a hundred bucks. And we all watched the game that night. Yeah, and, and also with us was my wife, Lindsay, and um, she was uncomfortable at the idea that we had put a hundred bucks down. Just you guys, just put a hundred right, bucks. Well, just myself. Yeah. So then we're watching, and I was so sure that Alabama was going to win that that I brought. I didn't bring any money. Yeah. I was just like, we are winning this bet. I had to cover. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make sure I had cash coming into work. But uh, that was pretty funny because we still talk about that. Because we ended up having to then go to the ATM. I probably said the worst rebuttal because now um, we're pulling money out and my wife's already pissed at me. And I go, and we had just bought a house, like, not more than nine months before. And I was like, I would have bet the house on Alabama. You did say that. <laughs> she was like, that's probably not the right thing to say. So as you can imagine, she is super excited for this new gambling venture we're going on. <laughs> we're definitely going to be putting down some money. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be like, you're not actually betting money here, are you? I'm like, well. Of course not. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've talked a lot. So Braxton... Go ahead and tell a story about Miguel. Yeah, and it's not not so much of a story, but just kind of factual events that have occurred time and time again in our friendship. I, for a long time, have been a a big Oregon Ducks fan. But um, for some reason, any time that I gamble for Oregon against whoever they play with Miguel on the other end of that bet, they always fucking lose. (laughs) And it's always on like big games. Like last year, it was that Auburn, Auburn game, game yeah. and I was so you you remember how confident I was. I was just there was nothing in the world that could could convince me otherwise. And sure as shit, but um, but yeah, that's a common theme. I do want to make it clear that I don't want this to sound like I win a lot of bets. I don't. And that's that's okay. what's that's that's a great point, Miguel, cuz that's what makes this so fucking invigorating. Is because I make I see this dude after years now and seeing us, you know, bet on on a lot of different things over time. Um I've seen him lose maybe 75% or more of his bets. That's is true. Maybe higher. And and I'm the type of person like I don't I'll do a little bit of research. I'll, you know, at least try to make myself feel that I'm intelligent. But this motherfucker, every time, just beats me. But, yeah, I'm still here. Still love the guy. So hopefully I don't strangle him by the end of this. So you guys both ended up going the, like, sports betting route. The story that I keep on thinking about when it comes to Braxton is when we went to our friend Mitch's uh, bachelor party. 
and we land in Dallas, Texas. We're about to drive to Austin, and Braxton is fighting with someone on the phone, but no one knows that he's fighting anyone on the phone because he's wearing like these big like Beats by Dre headphones, which I didn't know had Bluetooth in them. So just over there, just like flailing his arms. Well, who were you talking to? It was, it was like PGE. It was the electricity yeah, it was company. The electric- they, they shut, <laughs> the, those motherfuckers shut, shut off my electricity. The it's day a touchy after, subject here. The day yeah. after I, I paid it. I'm sorry. And, and I was living, because at the time I lived alone, and I, I had a dog, and somebody was coming to stay with the dog, take care of the dog. And it's like, Obviously, anytime your electricity goes out, that fucking sucks. But when you're in Austin, Texas, right as you land at a bachelor party, worst time. Worst time. So that sums us up. Um, <laughs> so let's see. So here are the things that we want to overall accomplish in, in this episode or with this series is that we're going to explain things in simple terms because that's what I wish like people had done for me, right? Like there's so many barriers to injury. There's so many different phrases and things that are complicated that sometimes it can be feel overwhelming to even start to get in on something like this. And so with everything being so confusing, we want to kind of unconfuse it all. Yeah, because it's honestly, I've been in these different environments where it's like you're with a bunch of guys who are obviously... They've done this for a while. They know all the lingo. And you hate being that guy who likes sports. You know sports. But it's like, I have no idea what they're talking about. We're low-stakes gamblers. We're not like that greasy shark who's going to be like on the radio telling you to call in for the picks. As You get the picks, and you have to pay them, and then it becomes this, this whole thing. So, In stock market terms, we're penny stocks. <laughs> we are. <Yeah>. We're penny <laughs> stocks. We're not buying Tesla or Apple. Yeah. You know, We're doing a little pharmaceutical company that... You buy at 70 cents, that could have a $6 return. Yeah. Like I said, I'm the novice who is kind of afraid to lose money, right? Braxton, you... <laughs> I, <laughs> I sent a text earlier. I was like, in just like simple terms, tell me like what you think is your, your gambling style. And Braxton, what did you say? Half brain, half balls. I mean, like I said, I, I'll, I'll do a little bit of research on things. I'll... You know, skim a few pages, see a few names pop out every once in a while, and then I just let it come from the plums. <laughs> and Miguel, you never responded, but I said you're the parlay risk taker who just w- wants to feel the, the blood coursing through your veins. Yeah, I mean, this comes from, I absolutely do zero research, I'll tell you that. This just comes from watching sports. So my knowledge comes from watching sports, and I will bet money that I could used for something better i just placed a bet just now that i could have used this money to wipe my ass because it's probably pretty dumb (laughs) but you know to put it big reward here big reward to put it simply miguel's the type of better that will go one in 50 but be up like 40 units exactly this is a five pick parlay on all soccer matches tomorrow God, you don't even like soccer. <laughs> that, but he's our soccer guy. Yeah. We have a resident soccer guy over here. $2 is gone. So if you've made it this far, we're going to start off with making sense of it, which will be the term of the day. Now, normally we would call out the nonsense from the previous week, but since this is our maiden voyage, we're going to go straight into making sense of it. But for everyone out there, calling out the nonsense is going to be a weekly punishment for the person 
who has the most wrong picks the previous week. We're hopefully going to get interaction from people on uh, Voted on Punishments, and I am excited for next week. Um, All right, let's get into Making Sense of It. All right, for this week's Making Sense of It, we're going to just basically start with the basics. We're going to start at the bottom here. So some of the most common terms in gambling is uh, money line, which is basically a straight-up bet. You're taking one team over the other. Score doesn't matter. Nothing else does. Just whoever wins. And if you pick the right guy, you get the money. On the spread, if you're taking a team at plus seven, let's say, you basically get seven extra points. So if they lose by six, you still win that bet. Over-under is pretty simple. Basically, you take the two teams that are playing each other. Let's say it's baseball. You have the Yankees playing the Red Sox. Yankees score five. Red Red Sox score four. Over-under was at 10. They had nine total runs. That means they hit the under. Obviously, if they were to hit 11, that's the over. Yeah, and I think that the important thing to realize when it comes to the numbers that you see and say that if you have something where you have a plus 250, for instance, that means that you would get $250 for every $100 that you bet, and you would get that $100 back. Say you had a minus 375. Think of it on the opposite spectrum, where you would have to spend $375 to get a $100 return on your investment. So everything is based on a $100 scale. All right, let's get to the picks. All right, so the first game of the week is Thursday night. Houston, Deshaun Watson, Kansas City. Obviously, Patty Mahomes out there with his $500 million. Uh, they've got Kansas City minus nine, and the over-under, did you guys look at this I already? saw this one. This okay. one's insane. Yeah, 54 and a half. 54 points. Chiefs 10 and one against spread in last 11 games in September. My pick is Kansas City wins this game, but does not cover. What's up next? The Seattle Seahawks versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is a toughie. I think everyone is expecting well, Russell it, Wilson to have a breakout and it's season. Such a, yeah. It's such a bullshit spread. A two and a half. Yeah. Like, come but, on. I think I'm picking Seattle for this. I'm Are taking you? them at minus two and a half. I don't think that's a bad play. I really think it's one of those bets that even the Falcons end up winning by three. You're still going to be like, oh, that was a good If bet. we're, I mean, if nothing else... I'm putting it on one person. I'm putting it on Russell Wilson. Let's move on to the Bears-Lions uh, in a battle for the NFC North. Uh, Lions are favored in this one at uh, minus 155 on the money line, meaning that you would put in $155 to win $100. A point spread of three in favor of the Lions. Over-under is 44.5. So Chicago went 1-6 against the spread in the last seven games of 2019. Uh, the total hit the under in 14 of Chicago's last 20 games. Detroit went 2-9 and nine against the spread in the last 11. So here's the thing. Going under the 44.5 again. Like, it's just, they're not getting there. I'm going to go with the Bears at plus 3 as the underdogs. I don't, I don't know if that's right. You know, like, they're the road team, but like, 
What the hell does a road team mean these days? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. My next game is Cleveland-Baltimore, which I love. I'm a bit of a Browns fan myself. I was born in a Cleveland Browns onesie. Did you know that? No. My my dad's side of the uh, my dad's side. You're a Cleveland, Cleveland sports fan. Indians. No, I mean in I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. That's as far as it goes. What about the Cavs? No, no, not at all. Never. The Cavs suck. So here's the thing. Like grew up yeah. in the '90s. Hold on, before you explain this, you are a Cleveland sports guy, but your hatred for LeBron is. Is through the fucking it's roof. Deep. It's pretty deep. Yeah. I mean, if the Indians were not good in the 90s, I probably wouldn't have been a Cleveland sports fan, right? But they were like, they won the pennant every year. So, like, it's easy to root for a team like that. Was that the uh, Chipper Jones years? I mean, Chipper was obviously with the Braves. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, back to uh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is minus seven and a half. Over under is 48. I honestly think this really comes down to the offensive line against the defensive line. That's probably Cleveland's biggest weakness on offense, but it's not terrible. Uh, But I do think Cleveland upsets uh, these division rivals. I'm going to take them money line. Dogs plus 295. That's... uh, 295 bucks on a hundred folks that is a good win and they're gonna lock it down lock it up so we've got the eagles and the washington football team in a battle for the nfc east washington football team leads the series 86 to 79 to 5 the eagles are favored in this one put 250 dollars in to get 100 dollars back uh the washington on the money line is plus 200 and the Eagles are favored to win by six with an over-under of 42.5. So, I don't know, guys. I like the Eagles' vibe. I like Carson Wentz. I don't know. It's just like, there's just like teams that you kind of like. And the Eagles have always been just like a team I've kind of liked, right? And for a guy who loves Oregon football so much. I know. You should have like kind of adopted the Eagles as your own when Chip Kelly was the coach. I definitely rooted for them, but obviously look I where think, they are now. I think Philly's a... Philly's a uh, an easy pick when Wentz is in. Yeah. So if you're going to pick him, pick him now. But here's the thing. I've got absolutely no confidence in Dwayne Haskins. Last year, Washington couldn't score points to save their life except against teams in their division. So they scored 27 points against the Eagles both times they played them, but then couldn't do anything against anyone else for the rest of the year. Um, they've got a new coach in Ron Rivera, the Washington football team does. He's a good coach, but he started chemotherapy this week. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, it, it, like he's not at practice. Here's the thing. 70% of the money on this game is to the Eagles. And um, I'm going to take the over in this game because these two teams against each other score a lot of points. I'll take the Eagles at minus six. I think that the only thing good about what Washington uh, is doing right now is that they are no longer the most racist team in all of pro sports. <laughs> Listen, no even, big deal. Even their even their rebrand was like was miserable. They they couldn't even get their rebrand right. <laughs> what a half. I mean, effort. like they, they tried to like hashtag a number on Twitter, and you can't do that. Like they're clueless from top to bottom. Just go with the Eagles on everything because uh... Washington, in my opinion is a dumpster fire. I like this next game. Um, 
Packers and Vikings. There's a lot of really good games in week one. Yeah, I think this, this is, is this is one of the good ones. Every year, I think that this is it's kind of like the San Antonio Spurs mentality, right? Like when people were wondering how the Spurs kept on doing it year in and year out, and just like always saying, like, is this the year? Is this the year? Is this the year? And every year I say that about the Packers. Like, I mean, obviously they're going to be like good. They're going to be decent, but like I I always bet against them to go like to go far, and I'm just going to do that again this year. I'm writing Rodgers on this one. I'm taking the Packers plus two and a half. Love I think, it. I think Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. I think he's going to come out guns blazing. I think they'll win this game. Do you guys know what the lowest over under is of the week? It was the Jets Bills at 39 and a half. I was going to say 40. That's the lowest. Jeez. What are they expecting out of week one? That, like, I don't know. Players are so eager and so antsy that they're just going to be throwing fucking bombs. I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to be wrong with, like, the fact yeah, that, like, that you like... could be right, though. You could be right. You just made a point that I didn't think of. Is like, these guys have, are used to having a preseason. They're used to having this national attention. And obviously, you have, like, your ESPN, like, oh, here's this training camp. Here's this training camp. And you see the same five clips over and over again. But this is the time. It's like, we get to fucking ball out. We're going. It could be backyard football. Yes. You know, you like, like. Whether they like to admit it or not, having the fans in the stands and having people talk shit that could get in your head, oh, it applies that pressure. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Now they literally get to ball out like it's a goddamn scrimmage, mm-hmm. and you just go. I'm like, just throw me the ball. Let's go. That's kind of a good point. I might switch all my this might be what, <laughs> This might be what Vegas is writing out. Like, Because oh oh. honestly, I don't like taking unders. I think it's a weak move. But I don't think... Any of us have talked about an over seriously today. All right, now we're to the game of the week. I think this one's pretty obvious. Um, we've Is got it? as far as the game of the week, as oh, far as the game highlight the game, it's pretty like, obvious the that the, no, no, that that this is you know the one to watch. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans is minus three and a half. The over under is forty nine. Uh, Pete, what do you think? Um, this is again purely a gut pick. Um, I'm not going to do analytics on this one. I don't like Tom Brady. Um, that's just it. Like, I mean, I've. That's it. Pure and simple. Pure, don't like the guy. Don't up. like the guy. This is one game I would be somewhat comfortable taking the over. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'd go over. Yeah, 49. See, first of all, this game should be electric. I agree with the overhit. I think these are the two most prepared teams as far as experience and age and playoff play, Super Bowl play, obviously. Um, so I, I think this is one of those games that will definitely hit that over. They definitely have the, the firepower to make it happen. Um, and to watch two, I mean, top five all-time, top ten for sure all-time QBs that are over 40 and still playing at the peak of their game is it's just going to be fun to watch is my point. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, and it's division rivalry. I'm a big Tom Brady guy, and I hate the argument that he's a system quarterback, that he only won because he had Belichick's system as a biggest load of bullshit. I think Tom Brady's going to prove some people wrong at Tampa Bay, and it Helps that he has a bunch of weapons around him. This is going to be a shootout. This is going to be a yeah. Brady versus Breeze. No, I think shootout. If there's anything that you want, 
there to be a shootout is this yeah game. i also i'm taking the over on this easy all right before we get out of here we are going to it just might work just might work little parlay actions this is what uh this is what i like to do this is what i enjoy this is brass balls all right no knowledge no research <laughs> just put your money in and uh see what happens parlays a parlay essentially is a series of bets that you combine into one typically a parlay is at least two two bets so you can have two anywhere from two to ten bets placed in that would be considered one bet or one card if you place four bets you combine them combine them into one all four of those dominoes need to fall for you to win and what it is is it increases your uh winnings uh essentially brings down it gives you worse odds because so obviously you need all of these things to happen the stars need to align it is way more fun to do uh a little crazy, I would call it the crazy pick of the week. <laughs> I don't do them every day, but uh, for example, just to give you an example, I just placed a bet. It is for five soccer matches all happening tomorrow. I took five picks, put them in a parlay, took all the underdogs, and I put two units, each unit being a dollar, to win $1,440. Wait a second. Two two dollars wins one thousand four hundred and forty dollars. I don't do parlays, so. <laughs> but no, it's a great. I will keep my pocket change for now. Bottom line: <laughs> penny stocks. You can place twenty of these bets in a month and be out forty bucks, but one of them hits. <laughs> You're over a G. All right, so that will do it for this first maiden voyage of It Just Makes Sense. And hopefully it will make a couple dollars for us this week. Yeah, and absolutely don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, official IJMS. We love you all. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Follow us. Bye.